0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Our Messes, His Cleanups. I am your host, Nancy. I hope everyone is doing great today. And I am just so excited for this uh, podcast, particularly today. We've been waiting. I've been waiting for a while already. I've been doing my homework. I didn't finish it all. I told her. (laughs) And I'd like to introduce you to Patricia Soto. Say hello, Patricia Soto. Hello.
1: Good morning, everybody.
0: (laughs) I am so happy and excited that you are here today, and I just wanted you to share um, your journey, your messes. How did you start with your messes?
1: <laughs> well, how far back do you want to go?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Whatever the whatever the Lord leads you to. Well, actually, the moment where you just were really in a really broken place, where you just didn't know what to do and, uh, you know, and then you just, how did you, how did you come to God?
1: Okay. Well, when I first came to God, I was 18. I was, um, with friends at a donut shop and just high as a kite, you know, and it was, God was not something that I was looking for, but he was looking for me. And I got saved that night and didn't turn back. Until much later, and we'll talk about that <laughs> later. But you know, he just, he just took me under his wing, literally, and covered me, and and surrounded me, and taught me so much. So, it, it was nothing that I had expected in my life. Like I said, I was not looking for God. I didn't even understand salvation or had never heard it before so this was all new
0: so did someone come to you and minister to you or just talk to you or
1: yes actually this young couple and it turns out that this young girl um happens to happen to be my future (laughs) (laughs) sister-in-law and i didn't know that i didn't even know that till after i was married Praise God! or after i was getting married but yeah I, i got saved and and just literally left everything behind all my friends you know everything one day I was hanging out with everybody the next day I'm preaching out the on the corner to all of them so it was it was a radical transformation
0: oh wow praise God so excuse me at that moment you were just freed yeah you was was free from the addiction from anything that you were uh feeling at that wow well thanks for those beautiful couple (laughs) because You know, it's such an important thing to be obedient to divine appointments. Yes. Because those divine appointments change lives. Yes. I mean, look at you. (laughs) Yes. You were just, we were just, (laughs) we were just talking about something earlier that happened to me, you know, and then she just, you know, shared this about this beautiful couple that came to her and just sewed into her, uh, put a seed in her. It was a seed, but it was a powerful seed because you got delivered and freed. and that was
1: amazing. And there was so much that I didn't realize was there until after, you know, I started going to church and and worshiping God. And I'm like, wow, I'm free from all of that. All of that. But, you know, God can do it for anybody. Amen. At at any time.
0: Yes. That's beautiful. I'm still like, wow. I'm like... (laughs) I'm just, no, I'm just trying to, you know, imagine the whole scenario and everything. I mean, you're out there getting high at a donut shop and this beautiful, lovely couple see you, you know, and they were obedient to what the Lord had for you, yes. uh-huh. you know, and it changed your life, yes. whether you, you know, felt through or were not, you know, you're here now, Yes. you know, you're here now and you know the lord has continuing being in your journey yeah. you know i want to continue uh, speaking about your journey so please i mean i read your book it's wonderful you guys got to go out there and get it <laughs> it's a really good read but it's not only just a read it's really um i read it and it's very powerful and i was just like your book has so much feelings and emotions that were expressed.
1: Yes, it was, it was all the Holy Spirit that had to do that book because I'm not capable of, of what he did in that book. Um, that the, the book talks about a much longer journey, 20 years of suffering and pain and what happened when I walked away from God and what happened when I came back to God and how he transformed me from that moment on. So I never thought I would be in this position, in this place in my life when I got saved at Winchell's. (laughs) Right. I would have never guessed I went through, I was going to go through everything that I went through.
0: Wow. I mean, I, I think that's just a beautiful thing about God that, you know, we should never stop just looking at the cross. Even the cross is, is, is very important, but he foreknew us like Romans mm-hmm. eight speaks about. I, I imagine the Lord looking at our blueprint of how our life was going to be. And he saw the trials and the, the tribulations and the situations and all these things. But he's like, but I see the outcome, mm-hmm. yes. you know, and that's what happened to, to you. Yes. And now here you are an author, <laughs> You wrote a book, mm-hmm. and you never wrote a book before, no, right? Never, right? And her book is—it's oh, so touching, and not even—and then the scriptures. That's what I was gonna ask you, like—and I think we talked about this in our fellowships, cause me and her, we have gone out to dinner, y'all. I, I <laughs> we enjoy. I, I enjoy this lady so much. She's such a beautiful blessing to me, and and in, in, in my life right now. You know, and I pray that she continues to be, because mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I know there's seasons, but I'm just hoping it's a longer season. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was always just thinking about how you um did the the scriptures and the and how your situation is. Like, how did that happen?
1: Well, every step of the way, through everything that I wrote, God led me, um, not only to the word, but in my journals. Um, quite a few years when I, um, ago, when I started coming back to God, when I came back to church, he instructed me to journal everything. Little did I know that this was my, my preparation for what I was going to go through for my victory. So everything was already in my journals, everything. I had probably 10 journals and details that I never told anybody, emotions that I never expressed to anybody, you know, they were all in there. And when, when God instructed me to write this book, it was like around December 30th, 2019. And January 1st, two days later, I sat down and started writing and it just flowed and flowed and flowed out of me. And he gave me every scripture and where to put it. And, and, you know, he expounded on all, all the things that he was telling me.
0: Amen. I think that, um, no, actually I know when God really says it's him, he really gives you the tools, the instructions, the how to, the where to, the when to, you know, and <laughs> I believe it. I mean this podcast was something for me too that I'm just like, uh, I never thought that I was going to be doing this, you know. <laughs> yeah. And here I am um, sharing this with you sh- and you sharing your your beautiful story and yeah, it's really a powerful book. I mean the emotions that you write on it and they're true emotions. they're like they're raw.
1: when I was writing, every part of the book i was feeling those emotions again i was feeling all that pain from the past i was experiencing it over and over again every time i wrote wow but it was the way it was a way for the holy spirit to heal me during those times mm-hmm. and i received so much healing just in writing it i never expected to publish it yeah. I didn't think <laughs> Well, I'm. you to. know what I'm glad
0: that you you know that you did publish it because like I said it's very powerful and it's very encouraging you know and and there's so much instruction that God gave you yeah there was so much instruction that God gave you and not only that he also was building your faith yeah you know even at the times where you were like stubborn and and upset you were like fine I'm gonna do it but you know because I, I just I did some chapters in your book where you sound like, you know, like, like all of us, because we've done that where we're just like, fine, we're kicking our leg and everything. But you know what? We, we're still doing it. Yes. You know, we're still going to do it. And I know that um, that happened, you know, in your, in, in your situation, yeah. you know, but I started seeing as, you know, I kept on reading the book. I kept on reading a book. I started seeing the changes, Yeah, you know, that God was doing in your life you know, little by little and bits and bits. And you started seeing more of the mercy and grace that God was giving you with your family, with your friends, with uh, your husband.
1: Yeah. And it was, it was basically, if I can put it into summarize all of it, it was basic obedience. You know, are you obedient to every little instruction that God is giving you through these things? And, and because, I wanted God and I just, I was going after him no matter what, because this was a fight for my life. And I knew that if I didn't, I was going to die. And, and so I gave everything I could, even when I was stubborn, even when I was not, you know, wanting to do it, not feeling like doing it. It's basic obedience to the voice of God that gets you through. That changes your life.
0: Amen. Praise God. I just want <clears throat> to talk about, so what kind of sickness did you have?
1: So many. I. It, started, it all started one day when I had a tubal pregnancy that almost killed me, that should have killed me, really. And from there, it was just this roller coaster effect. You know, one day I was fine. The next day I was almost dying, you know. I was fine one day at work within hours. I was almost dead and they were taking me to the emergency room, stopping my heart, trying to start it again. You know, it was just so much. And then, you know, all kinds of things all over my body. I don't even remember all of the diagnosis because there was so many. Then it was surgery after surgery, procedure after procedure, medication after medication. I mean, it just was like nonstop. And um, and then one day I was diagnosed with breast cancer. You know, and, and that was really, really devastating for me because of my family history and you know, my mom having died from breast cancer. But during, during this time, you know, it was, I knew the devil was trying to kill me. I knew he wanted me dead, but I really didn't care. You know, I was tired of being sick. I was tired of being cut open. I was tired of suffering and I was tired of having everybody to take care of me because that's, I don't like that. You know, I'm independent. I'm, I'm always busy. And, and this was just so hard. Um, you know, and then the second time getting breast cancer again, you know, and that, that I knew was going to be the end for me because my mom had died from, um, after having breast cancer twice and the devil always came to me and said that that was how he was going to take me out. But it never dawned on me as to why. Why was the devil after me? You know, I didn't blame God, but it was like I it didn't even realize what was happening at the time or how long it had been.
0: You know, yeah, you know, um, I heard a sermon a long time ago and, and and it always sticks with me about how, you know, the enemy doesn't just it compare. it was a pine cone, right? A pine cone. But people just look at this pine cone, and it's just a pine cone. Mm-hmm. But the enemy, he sees what's behind the pine cone, mm-hmm. where it's a bunch of forests, you know, a bunch of pine trees and everything. And that's us. That's you. He didn't see what you were. It was what was behind you, yeah. you know. And that's what. And that's why the enemy attacks us so much. Is not, not much more of us, but what God has for us. Yes. What God has, you know in back of us, the people that the Lord has assigned to us mm-hmm. to go and, and minister, you know, the gospel, uh, for sure, you writing this book, yeah. you know, this book um, will be changing more lives than what we we, we can think of, yeah. you know, and not only that, the encouraging,
1: yeah.
0: the encouraging, and not only that, there was a point in that book where you weren't afraid anymore,
1: no.
0: you know, and that's the biggest thing, too, is people are we're all afraid of the unknown, you know, because we get into our flesh and we get into this and we get into that. I mean, look what happened with us with covid. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we we we, fear we, we feared, you know, yeah. it, we got all feared. You know, we, we got feared and not that it's not real because it is real. Right. Absolutely. And We're not taking that away. But it was just that part where it's just the flesh really consumes you yes. and that fear comes in. But there was a point in your book. Where that fear was no more,
1: and it's interesting you should say that because I had so many fears. Um, one of my biggest fears was the dentist, and I just noticed the other day I went to the dentist, <laughs> and I had absolutely no fear.
0: I don't want to go to the dentist yes. either,
1: <laughs> but I had been really traumatized when I was a kid. Uh. But see, God took all of that when He when He when I surrendered that to Him. It was amazing because no longer am I afraid of, of anything except spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Little by little.
1: (laughs) I mean, I've been in the face of, of murderers and rapists and I've been in, in terrible situations, but you know what? I know who God is. Amen. You know, I may not know at all of, of who God is, but I know what he's been to me. Right. And I know that I have. I'm only here because of his mercy and his grace. Amen. His mercy has, has saved my life. It's transformed my life. And now it's beginning to flow through my life to others. Right. And, and that's a beautiful thing. It was worth every struggle. It was worth every pain to be where I'm at now. Right. And, and I would do it again because now I know what's on the other side of all those battles that I went through. Right. You know, there, there's so much after the battle that people don't even talk about. And and I talk about it in my book, what happened to me, you know, God was, was so, I don't even know the word for it. (laughs) Amazing beyond amazing. And, And what he did To bless me after that.
0: It was very surreal when I read that part of your chapter. I mean, I did read that part right there and I was like, Wow, Mm -hmm. the way you express yourself. And not only that, it was like Rhema. God was giving you Rhema.
1: All along. I was
0: like, but it was just this part where it was just like, wow. And I read that part. I'm not gonna tell you guys because you guys gotta (laughs) get that book. It's really an awesome. I mean. Not even awesome. It's very a very blessing. It's just such a blessing, and there's just such an anointing in that book. I mean,
1: (laughs) it's kind of a long book, but I had so much to say. God had so much to say through me that that He needs to get out. You know, there there is there is so much for us in God. There is so much more to God than than we're hearing about in churches and. You know, on the radio, and or people don't even listen to the radio anymore. (laughs) On on uh, certain podcasts, no, no (laughs) preaching is what I mean. And teaching—it's okay. There's so much more to him, and we have barely touched the surface. But the only way to get there is by seeking him, right? Surrendering to him. Amen. You know, it's—it was a terrible journey. You know, the past twenty years. But when it came to an end, God turned that all around. He made those things that um, were hard and were painful into beautiful things for me. You know, I see the beauty in everything that, that happened to me. Because he was there every step of the way.
0: I think that's what we miss sometimes—the beauty behind our our suffering.
1: Yes. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, you know. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> that should be a book. <laughs> oh gosh, don't start. I'm already working on two other books. So oh wait wow! <laughs> oh, look at that. Did you hear that, folks? She is going to do two more books. That is awesome. See, One... God is just really, really. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you about working on a her a little bit. One is called the River, <gasps> and. the river of his glory.
0: Amen. And then
1: the other one, and I really want, um, people to know about this one is about this orphanage in Mexico. And this is going to be the testimony from these children that have grown up there and have lived a terrible life, you know, and, and what God has done for them. So just to put that out there for you.
0: Amen. And that's awesome. You know, uh, Patricia Soto, man, she's uh, honestly, she's very amazing. And, you know, the Lord just has her continuously expanding the kingdom of heaven, expanding it. And she is she's been doing so much for the community. You know, I know that she doesn't maybe not share anything, but I'm the one that's saying it. So (laughs) I get in trouble later. But, you know, you guys go get her book. The book is called
1: Uh, Branded by Love.
0: Yes. Branded by Love. That is such a beautiful title. Branded by Love get it out there folks it's a wonderful book <clears throat> and all the the purchasing goes to or what was it
1: all the proceeds go to this orphanage in Mexico on all my books I don't make a penny
0: you hear that she does not make a penny and I think honestly I just really, I don't know I don't make a penny off of this podcast either yeah. you know but you know what you know who who pays me the Lord mm-hmm. he takes care of me I see that and I continue to see that the Lord continuously, takes care of me because we take care of his kingdom yes we expand his kingdom we are a royalty right it says we are a royalty we're a priesthood, but we're also his servants Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) when you're obedient to what he's asking you to do he takes care of the rest yes even even...
0: amen i am again so i wanted to talk to you about just one little piece of the book that really caught my eye was when you were talking about churches and you were speaking about how I used to feel. you're talking about going to the churches and people really didn't fellowship. They didn't feel real, you know, and then to the religious part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's such a important factor to a lot of people that are no longer in church, right. They it are is. no longer in church because, you know, um, there was no no real relationship, right? You know, no real. What is it called? I I feel like when you, we go to church and we get together, like right now, what we're doing, where two or three are gathered, so is he, right? He's right here. But I also feel like we're getting a dialysis. You know what <laughs> I mean? Our The blood of Jesus is cleansing and it's circulating to us. And I feel like when we're in church, it should be the same way.
1: Yes. And it, it's been this way every time we've eaten dinner together. <laughs> it has. But... It's because there, there's so much lack of unity there in, in a lot of churches. And, And I mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of problems with a lot of churches, but you know, it's just about finding God, wherever you're at, being who you're supposed to be in spite of everybody else. I, I could not how shall I say it? I, even though I felt that way, there, God still put in my path, certain people. And there was only two out of a whole giant congregation that loved me, that helped me, that mentored me. And that I got deliverance time and time again through because of their obedience and because you know, they didn't treat me like everybody else treated me. Right. You know, when you when you see somebody walking in your church, you don't know the battle that they're going to come on before. Yes, yes, when I walked on. in, I yes. was a mess. Mm-hmm. I had already battled cancer once. I was really sick at the time and nobody reached out to me except, you know, a month later, these two people, you know, and and I was crying inside. I was crying, you know, so I remember that every time I see somebody new in the church that I'm at now, which is completely different. I mean, the first day I got there, I met probably 35 people. Oh, wow. <laughs> it Amen. was amazing. That's awesome. It, the love of God flows there. And it's, is the their, the most important thing that they focus on? you know, besides learning everything, besides being a scholar, they don't really care about that. It's like the love of God. And, you know, so when you see somebody, even if it's not even on in a church, if it's on the street, you just don't know if that's a divine appointment or not until you're willing to step out and be obedient to God. You know, and that that's so important. You could change somebody's life. You can change their whole outcome,
0: right of their life. Amen. No, I was just talking about that because i I just feel like, well, that was very close to home for me in the past, you know, and you know, talking about there' be clicks, let's be real. and there's there's group, yeah. there's clicks, things like that. And obviously we can say this right now. there's no church that's perfect. No. there's no, no. church that's perfect, but that doesn't mean, that you shouldn't go, that doesn't mean nothing. That's between you and God. You know, yeah. like uh Pat said, we pray about it and where God leads us, we go. Yeah. You know? And I think that is such a an amazing thing. But at the end of the day too, I just wanna let you guys know, and we forget this sometimes, that our pastors are men. They're not just, you know, we sometimes have them in a pedestal. I know I had a <laughs> in the past I had my pat. No, I did. I had my pastor in, you know, in a pedestal and, and things like that. So when you have an kind of like an idol, you know, yeah, so when, how- when you have them up in a pedestal, you know, and they're idols, what happens to idols? <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Fall. They fall, <laughs> you know, and that's something that we need to remember um, that our pastors are still men. They they're, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to, you know, they're going to do, what men do We're, yeah. we all are short of the glory of god and and that's something that um I think it's important to say, and i I don't know why I just felt like saying I just felt led to to say that, but if we see that, do we push our pastors away, no. or do we pray for them? And a lot of us, not a lot of us, but you know, I've just known that a lot of people have walked away,
1: yeah,
0: from that, you know, and and that's the thing of the sad thing about religion, yeah. That people walk away and then they blame it on God.
1: We also have to remember that the pastors could be going through something. Yes. It could be a critical time in yes. their life. Yes. You know, they they carry a heavy burden, you know, and they have to answer for so much more than we do. So, you know, we we have to all be mindful of that, that everybody is going through a battle. Everybody of some sort. Right now I'm going through another battle, you know, one that to me is more critical than my own life because it's my grandchild. And so, you know, the other day I was studying and, and I was looking at all the books that I'm studying and God says, I'm preparing your hands for war, you know, and and this battle, hardly anybody knows about it. But during this time, one woman walked up to me in church during worship and she starts telling me what God wanted to say to me, you know, that I'm not alone,
0: you know. Hold on one second. I think it stopped recording. Hold on, guys. Mm. Hey, everyone. Sorry about that. We got caught off. But um, I will be inviting Patricia Soto to come back and join us again. I really did enjoy our conversation and I really enjoyed uh, her beautiful testimony. I pray and hope that it also um, edified you and encouraged you in every possible way. And again, go ahead and grab that book. That book will really help you and And encourage you. I truly believe that it will. And like I said. It really is so beautiful to me. Because it matches with scriptures. You know. A lot of what she was saying. Was just. It was just matching with scriptures. And I think that was very powerful for me. And I'm so glad that she was able to come. So yes. Thank you so much for listening to our message, His cleanups. And we will talk to you soon. And what I'm saying soon is very soon because I will be uploading uh, this uh, episode and I will be uploading another one. The one that the second one that's coming up, it's going to be in Spanish for all those people that um, have uh, people that speak Spanish that don't speak English, but would like to hear this podcast. I hope that it will bless you and again, encourage you. And just get your Bible. Let's start reading our Bible. And I say that for myself too. Because there's so many promises of God that we have. And we have yet to know them because we don't get the Bible and read it. So with that said, again, thank you so much for listening to our messes, His Cleanups. Remember, this is your podcast, His Podcast. And it's um, been such a beautiful journey. And it continues to be a beautiful journey, and there's a lot of things that are going on in the back of this podcast, and there's a lot of growth. There's a lot of growth growing, and I am so uh, thankful for that. And again, I know that we're supposed to be doing a um, a website, but the website's still not coming to, you know, how it's supposed to be looking like. And then also, we might we're going to be changing our logo soon, so. We have someone working on it. We're going to be changing it a little bit more. You know, make it more um, exponential. You know, to uh, to the glory of God. Because this is, like I said, this is his podcast. So thank you. If you guys have any comments, any messages, any testimonies that you would like to share, I'm going to go ahead and put up a link for Anchor. Um, that is sponsored by I guess anchored by, by Spotify and yeah, just leave a message, leave a, a, a testimony, you know, if this touched you, if this, you know, encouraged you and also to whatever's in your heart to tell us. If you want prayer, prayer request, if it's a personal prayer request, like an unspoken one, we can also do that too. So I will go ahead and link. Um, I'll go ahead and copy and link the um, where it says you can leave a message. So thank you so much for listening to our messes, his cleanups. Oh, yeah. And one more thing I wanted to share with you all. We are close to 300, 300 people that are actually listening to this podcast. And that is such a blessing, even if it's, you know, even if it was just one, <laughs> praise God for that, right? But God is just doing something in this place, and and I am again so thankful for everyone that is taking the time to listen to to this podcast, and also not just to listen to it, but it really to marinate, um, if I can say that, uh, what words have been spoken, and you know the messes of everyone else's and mine as well, where God is just you know been cleaning up and continues to to clean up so with that said again have a wonderful day a wonderful evening a blessed weekend take care